oh, do I have something for you. I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is. Most of you have an idea. It's going to change the way you view sex, change the way you experience sex, improve your relationship with your partners, with women, with your dick. It's going to make you a better lover and help you understand your body physically and mentally when it comes to sex. It's launching this coming Tuesday and the first 50 of you guys will get a special offer. So stay tuned. Make sure you're on my email list. The link is in the description of this show and I can't wait to share it with you. I've had this fixation where there's something wrong with me. It's like the first thing I was like, whoa, what's going on? Like shit, shit. Where now it's like, if it happens, I go, okay, right. I'll just go play time and do some other stuff. And that, that's the big thing. Like take, take the emphasis away from penetration. That's just one form of sex. Like there's so much more you can do. And then you can just get back to that. If that's what you, you guys want to do and don't feel like, I always felt like I had to finish that way through penetration where now it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, I'm for, I can do it any way I like. Welcome to What I Love About Sex, where some incredible guests and I, Steph Kanowski, will be bringing you the tools for improving your sex life with topics such as sex issues with your partner, sexual self-confidence, premature ejaculation, sexual shame, masturbation, sharing your fetishes, orgasmic pleasure, and more. Sex is still so taboo, and I personally believe that by improving our understanding and communication skills around sex, we can enhance our own self-pleasure as well as deepening our long-term romantic relationships. So listen in, try to stay open-minded, and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm really pumped to bring this episode to you because it is an interview with a client of mine or a past client of mine. His name is Warren and he's awesome. He is going to share his experience coming to me, struggling with um, performance anxiety, ED, trouble orgasming, and just being very in his head, very anxious, a lot of anxiety that led to these problems. And he's gonna talk about what it was like working with me and what he's overcome in that process. And he's very open about it. He tells it how it is and he shares his before and after. So I think it will really inspire you guys and help you. So sit back and enjoy. Warren, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your story. This is going to help so many guys and I, I just really, really appreciate it. Oh, no problem at all. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I really appreciate you having me on. I want to start with your story of when you first came to me, um, struggling with ED, what was, what was your story? How would you describe what you were going through that made you want to reach out? Um, basically since, I mean, I'm 31 now, this, I had this sort of like issue since I was like probably about 18. Um, I'd had a bit of a traumatic experience with an ex-partner. Um, and it really just knocked my confidence. At the time, I didn't realize it was because of that. I was like an 18-year-old kid. I was like, what's wrong with me? Um, this isn't normal, you, you know? And I, I, through the years, it was like, it would come and go, but like, it would always be there, but to like less, like severe degrees. And then I went through a, re- a relationship quite um, recently in the past couple of years, and it went really bad again. 
And um, when that ended, I thought it was getting to the point where I thought I'm not going to be able to sustain a relationship. Um, I'm just going to, this is going to get worse. So I thought like I've tried going to a regular counsellor and then I thought I need to see a specialist. And then I followed your Instagram like about two months before I decided to, um, to see you. Um, and then I thought, right, she's on the money. She knows what she's talking about, but why not? I've got the money to do it. So at what point during the relationship you were having ED like every time you had sex? Like what was it um, that made you feel like this is going to ruin my relationships? It wasn't every time. There was It was a lot of the times by the end, but it was because I knew my mental state was getting worse. I was like anticipating it, building it up, felt this pressure immediately. And that became just a regular thing. So like if I knew if my partner, who was an absolutely lovely uh, girl, you know, she was a great, great partner, uh, very supportive, and she knew about it. And I, if I knew she wanted to be intimate, I would feel that pressure that I'm not good enough. I'm, I've got to perform rather than say it is, oh, I get to connect with my partner and, you know, have this wonderful time. It's, oh, I've got to be like, you know, the typical sex fiend crazed man that that's portrayed and it's just not true. Um, but I found like when my mental state was worse, it was just, it was horrible rather than think you know it's normal sometimes just not to be in the mood I used to think why am I not in the mood do you know what I mean and it was it was horrible it was horrible yeah I hear that's a really common theme with guys where it's like if my dick doesn't function exactly how I want to all the time it means I'm not man enough like we don't I mean I could probably admit I would probably talk to my, my close friends about it um but I think as men in general those who do talk about sex a bit like they'll, they'll it's all about ego so I think we're quite ego driven that way rather than if I actually heard a guy go actually I struggled performing like last night because I felt such and such we would all if someone said that to me now I'd go oh dude it happens like no pressure just you know we're human it's a normal thing sometimes it just isn't going to happen you need to be in the moment and that's one of the things like I've really learned if, if I'm not right up here if something's on my mind, I am not going to work down there. My mind needs to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And isn't it crazy where you even had a really supportive, you had supportive friends, you had a supportive partner yeah. and still like that didn't even matter because of the things you were telling yourself. Oh, it was the pressure I put on myself. Like I was like, as a man, I should feel this. I should be this way. And I used to think what is wrong with me because I'm not And it's, it's not, it's a complete myth. Like, especially now I've learned like, for working with you it's like how different I think now about it mm. to, it's still a work in progress in many ways because it's not just about sex it's like me as a person like I need to stop putting that sort of pressure on myself for anything that I've like I suppose I hold in value like um like I'm, I'm very banging to CrossFit and I, I know I hold myself to a certain standard that way so I, straight away I felt the similar pressure and I, and I stopped I went no I've got to just go at my pace so it applies to like lots of areas in my life personally Oh, that's cool. So, so even like the things we've been working on and the, the tactics yeah. are using in other areas now. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, absolutely. That. And it helps. And I, one thing I did notice after working with you, I slept so much better. Yeah, I remember I that. I sleep like a baby <laughs> now, like like a baby. I'd say like six, six nights out of seven, I will sleep a good eight hours. Comfy, wow. Crazy. Which was a big change because I used to have nights where I was just like up every hour. Overthinking, right? Just yeah like, oh it got to the point where it was like the first thing on my mind when I woke up it was the last thing when I went to bed it was just horrible yeah yeah 
Wow. Most guys, like, especially if they're like my age, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm 31, like I'm quite a young man. Um, it's, it's your mind. It's like 99% of the time it is your mind. Yeah. Remember the, the biggest reminder I gave you constantly was, you, you know, because of your anxiety, you would just go to the worst case scenarios and you would like yeah. just jump to assumptions and like your own conclusions made. <laughs> and I'm like, Warren, that's a story. Yeah. Like that's bullshit. <laughs> How many times? Oh, that, that was me every time. Bullshit. Every that's time. I had to, actually, funny you mentioned that. I had to, um, I caught myself, but it was about a month back and I went, nope. And I had to like, re- like reframe it straight away and go like, no. I had to stop myself and I was like I haven't done that in a while mm. but it just shows like it's like it's not something that I think will ever ever truly be gone in the sense where like I'll go oh I'm, I'm perfectly ready every time I'll always I, me as a person I'll always have to go but it's like my comfort track and I really like it it's like my little my little comfort my little crutch where I go like right this is going to be great. And, and, and it just, I'm fine with it. And then I know it's times when I'm like, if I've been out at a party or something and it happens, I don't even think about it. I'm that relaxed, obviously with drink too. But like, I used to think even drunk, I was like, oh no, where now I'm like, I'm a bit like, oh yeah. Like, it's just more exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's more exciting versus anxiety producing for sure. Yeah. Right? I don't panic thinking, oh my God, what are you going to think? I just think, oh, this is, this is going to be fun. Yeah. So we did a lot of work around your stories, right. And like creating new, um, new ways to view sex, right. And like new things that you can get like excited about or like passionate about around your sex life. And so a lot of that was the mental stuff. And we also worked a little bit on some physical stuff, right. So Mm -hmm. like in terms of like your masturbation and the, the breathing. Um, so like when it came to the physical part, what do you think was most helpful for you? And the exercises around masturbation, like visualizing, like how I would like sex to play out. Cause I never actually, I realized I was like, I actually don't do that. Mm. I go straight at, when, when I do, when I did masturbate at the time, I was like straight to like home run, get it done. And then it was like, right. Take times. And like, you would, I would have a timer set for like, even if I wouldn't hit the 20 minutes, but even it was 15, it was like 15 minutes of like how I would like it to go and then actually visualizing how you want it to go. And then I know it's a big difference. I was like, Oh, right. Like, okay, this is good. Um, and then another thing I, I pretty much cut out was porn. I, I don't really, I don't see any benefit to it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I would, I would say that to anyone who um, has that question, cut it out because it's not real. Mm. Anything you want to do that way, find the right partner. And I'm sure you'll have a great time. You don't need porn for that. So cutting out porn, um, changing the way you talk about the breathing too, because I know that was a huge uh, breathing. breathing. I still do that like every day now, every day with any any anxiety or just in general, I do it. Like even when I'm not anxious, I just like to focus on my breathing. Um, it's called belly breathing, uh, what you taught me. And uh, it's like rather than fill my chest, when I go like up, it was more let you belly come out keep your hand on your belly and then focus on the breath going out and then your belly coming out again and it, it's such it was such a good trick I thought oh my god like I'm getting more oxygen in I felt like my anxiety was just like the, not not the overthinking part but the the sensation where I'd feel pressure in my chest me personally when I get anxiety and I just felt at ease it didn't always completely go straight away but when I focused on my breathing it was just like everything was better straight away and then I did that sometimes like even during sex where I was like just breathe more buddy like I would literally say myself, like in, not in the middle of it <laughs> but like I would in my mind go like uh like okay just breathe 
you're, you're doing great just breathe yeah and then I realized I had to do that less and less as I was getting more comfy yeah but it is like, it's something I do every day now that's a great habit right especially for someone who's like who's had a past of like overthinking or yeah. anxious behavior to just get in the habit of breathing deep does so much for your nervous system and like your clarity of thinking um, yeah. oh yeah so that was that was a game changer for you I know along with the visualization of like not only like your ideal experiences but we also talked about like visualizing your dick hard right and like yeah just like, like looking at like, yourself differently in those visuals like I had a thing with um like a woman being on top of me during sex and I and I used to think like oh what if I go down type of thing that was my automatic thought pattern with that um and then you said well visualize it during masturbation like visualize it what you and list what you like about it and I was like oh I've never and again it's something I've never tried so my mind my mind has never thought what's good about it yeah where now I can think of a few things where I'm like mm, that's fun yeah and it's it's mad like we we jump I think it's people we jump straight to crisis mode where we just think what's wrong with me straight away when actually probably most pretty much everything is just something that's so common people just don't talk mm-hmm. especially guys like guys it's it's hard. like we are getting better but i think we've got a while ago still i think like i mean a few of my friends now actually have spoke to me about when they've had an issue not as, as severe as mine but and i went like it's normal buddy like don't worry about it yeah yeah it really is normal like men don't realize that you know losing their heart on during sex once in a while like is just a very yeah. normal thing like don't panic well that was the thing that was one of the main things like you had to really drill into me because it was like I couldn't get my head around it. I was like, it's normal for it to go up and down. Like I used to think like, right, I've got to be like a piece of lead for the next 25 minutes, never go down once. And it was just like, even saying it now, I still get that little bit where I'm like, do I believe that? Like, but I, I tell myself every day, it's one of those things I tell myself every time I have an encounter like that. And it's just building those kind of habits where it happens less and less now. And it becomes a thing of the past where you're like, yeah, it's nothing. Isn't that crazy when you just accept it, you actually experience it less? Oh, that's the thing. It's because when it was happening to me, like all from from my like sex life, it's like been something where I've thought, why is that happening? Like I would notice, and I, I, I learned like, it's actually a normal thing. Like your dick is softening and hardening throughout the entire sex session, but you don't generally notice it. But because I've had this fixation where there's something wrong with me, it's like the first thing I was like, whoa, what's going on? Mm-hmm. When now like yeah. oh yeah I'm like shit shit where now it's like if it happens I go okay right like I'll just go play time you know bit fun now and do some other stuff and that that's the big thing like take take the emphasis away from penetration that's just one form of sex like there's so much more you can do and then you can just get back to that if that's what you, you guys want to do and don't feel like I always felt like I had to finish that way through penetration where now it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, I'm for, I can do it any way I like. Mm-hmm. It kind of opened up a new world of like trying yeah, things, yeah. right? And it was, it was, it was a, it was a good experience. Like it was something like, I mean, it was an amazing experience to, to my life around because like I was getting to that point. I don't know if you remember me saying this, where I was like, I'm, I'm feeling more confident dating because I'm like, oh, like I was saying like, oh, this girl's really pretty. Like normally I wouldn't even bat an eyelid near her, but like no way, like, I'll just crumble where now it's like I enjoy the thrill of it Mm -hmm. yeah love that 
it's, it's crazy to, I want to go back to like the, the questions, like what's wrong with, like you said, like most guys are just always thinking like, what's wrong with me? Like, why, like, why the fuck is this happening to me? You know, like these stressful questions that yeah. you ask in your head and it's so much more common and just natural to go into that panic mode when something's going wrong. But then when you ask stress, stressful questions, you get stressful answers, right? Like there's no good that can come totally from agree. being like, totally what the agree. fuck is happening? <laughs> like there's no calming answer that can come from that question. So yeah. of course your brain is going to go to the worst case and be like, ah, oh, this is happening. Your dick's not working. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like the amount of times I could, oh, where I'm, I'm, it's stress, like your body, it's like you're stressing your body out with it. And that yeah. is the last, that's the total opposite of what you want to be when you want to be going through an encounter with someone like that. You, it needs to be the opposite. You need to be relaxed. It's fun. It's, it's pleasure. What will be, will be type of thing. You just need to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to enjoy and you need to ask, you know, talk kindly to yourself. Like how you're saying, like, like, buddy, just breathe. Like even that yeah. simple phrase is like so calming. It's like you're you're actually being like you're you're going easy on yourself. You know, you're acting like you're you would say that to your friend, right? Like your friends have been telling you about uh, their struggles. You're like, buddy, it's fine. Like, dude, it's okay. Like, like, don't I didn't imagine my friends saying at me, but I did imagine like talking as if. I was talking to a friend. Treat mm-hmm. yourself like that, how you would treat a friend. If this was your friend telling you these things that you're thinking, you would, I know immediately I would go like, mate, like you're putting way too much pressure on yourself. Like it would be, one straight away, it would be come from a place of compassion where you'd be like, you are stressed to pieces over something where like you're doing fine. Like there's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing wrong with you. It's yeah. just, you need to cut yourself a bit slack. Yeah. Right. And you also as blokes, we're we're very hard on ourselves, I think, man. Yeah. So hard on ourselves, in fact. What do you think makes men so hard on themselves, especially when it comes to erection or lack of? I think it comes from like guys we we like really like rag on each other, like we rip each other, which is fine. Like I I do it with my friends, it's banner. But like I think with a lot of men, a lot of men are ego driven. I think we're all a little ego driven, but I think a lot of people are very ego driven where it's like, well, you'll see, I mean, everyone's seen that one guy where he just brags and because although guys will go, oh, what, what an idiot, but then they'll still think, oh, what would the other guys think? We always, mm-hmm. I, this is just from my, my opinion. I mean, people might say different, but we'll always think like, oh, I can't say that the guys because we always rag each other. But like, if one of my friends really came maybe something like this, there wouldn't be a mil- there wouldn't be a chance in the world that I'll put them down for it. Mm. But I think as guys, we just feel like we can do everything on on our own that way, and it's hard, I think, for us because it it is a very obviously personal issue. But I think as men, it's probably one of the last things in the world you want to admit, especially when you're a young man. Like that's what that was my thing. I was like, I'm like even recently, I was like, I'm I'm 31. Like why 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 am I going through this? Mm-hmm. when really like when you educate yourself or get like go see someone uh, like like you and you learn all this like how your brain is basically the, the the main conductor of it all not not your dick it's your brain yeah you relax and you get in the moment and enjoy what's happening forget about the outcomes like whether you finish or not whether you last an hour whether you you know all that forget all that that's just pressure that you've probably seen in films or friends who've talked bullshit half of them saying oh I did this I did that and it's like it's just all bull 
just enjoy what's happening. Like, be there in the moment, enjoy the person you're with, and what will be will be. Like, you're free to climax anywhere you want. You, you it's it's sex. You know what I mean? It's it's the best thing ever. Like, it's great. There's so many ways to do it. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Like, it's supposed to be like, and it is. It's like when. I've understood that now because like for years I was anxious around it. I used to, I used to I think, oh, I can take it or leave it where now it's like, I'm like, I love it. Like I've grew to love it, which is something I'm, I'm thrilled to finally be seeing. Like there's things I always liked about it, but then I used to think, oh, you know, I'd have that not an anxious feeling attached to it where now I don't. It's like, it's something where pretty much 99% of the time I can think about it anxiety free. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. And tell like, what about your presence during it? Like when you changed your thinking around it, where you, you don't hold the anxiety, has that so, changed how present you are? Yeah. Like, I mean, I still find myself wondering, like, and I think that's, that's not something like I really berate myself for now. I just go right back to work, like back to what we're doing. Um, it's like one of those things where like, if your mind wanders off, that's a normal thing. Yeah. Again, it's not something like you need to be a hundred percent focused on every little bit that's going on. It's just like, Oh, Right back in it. It's just it, it. It's just one of those things again where I'm pretty much focused now. Most of the time, I'm enjoying what's happening. But if I do find these thoughts trickling off somewhere, I'll just go right. I'll just gradually bring them back to what I'm doing and enjoy it. It's just normal. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like nobody. It's like, yeah, I don't think anyone's 100 present the entire time. <laughs> but no, it's a matter no, of your control. I mean, I, the last, one of the last times I had like in my, it was totally optophic. Off, off topic excuse me uh, and I just thought oh shit I forgot the um put the bin out and I was like what and I was like well, do you know it's 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 a normal thing and you're like what's that doing there but then if you if I was like that before working with you I would have thought why am I thinking about that I would have drilled myself all the more berated myself going why am I thinking that what's wrong with this again turn yourself down start by being a little kinder to yourself and you'll shop see an improvement mentally yeah, and physically, right? But it's it oh, really yeah. start with the mental. I remember doing like I remember I think it was like the first week we worked together and I had a date. Um in our bad message, I was like, Steph, this is great. I've I, I was fine for a bit. Like, yeah, I still got some thoughts, but I was like, oh my god, I, I wasn't that anxious. Like I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And this yeah. is just off a week of just doing, I think it was belly breathing, we did some exercises and and i was just like oh and, and then the the knock-on effect of me confidence just going up through through the roof i couldn't believe it i was just like i feel on, i was on cloud nine i couldn't believe it for the next three weeks i think i was just like oh literally if you're currently feeling stuck with a sex-related challenge, maybe it's a challenge you have yourself around masturbation, DE, erectile dysfunction, PE, or maybe it's your mismatched libido with your partner that's causing a lot of frustration in your relationship and you don't know what to do about it and you feel like you need a game plan. Well, my VIP intensive is that game plan. It's a deep dive intensive call with me where afterwards I create a game plan with you that's specific to your needs so you walk away knowing the exact steps to take. If you want to sign up for a VIP intensive, all you have to do is go to the link in the description below of this show and you can sign up and schedule your time with me right there. Can't wait to see you and talk to you and help you. 
you had such a great experience because it was just so real. Like it was like, you were putting in all the work, you were seeing results quickly, but then like a roadblock would hit and then we would work through it. Right. And then yeah. like, we would work through that. And then you, you, you kind of had this like great way of maintaining what you learned and then have things come up and then like work through those and maintain that, you know? So it oh, was yeah, like, like this gradual, like effect of just keeping these habits and just strengthening your confidence. That's the thing. Like, I got to the position I was, I didn't realize I was doing it at the time by following a routine of unhealthy habits. Mm -hmm. That's what got me where I was. I would routinely go into that anxious cycle, get to where I was, berate myself, think about it for days on end and just do that rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And then it's having to unlearn all that and make new habits. So like the habits I made with you, reframes, taking notes, um, the exercises we did, uh, and just generally being easier on myself, like kind of myself. It's not something where it's like, oh, it's a magic switch. That's it. It's done. You you have to every day. Some days, yeah, there was days where I was like, I can't be bothered. But then I was like, no, I've got to do it. I've got to get better. Like, this is how I'm going to get better. So like, I just tried it like when I was like, I was finishing the gym or something or, or CrossFit. I was like, right now I've got to do my mental training. I've got this to do. And that really helped it for me. I was just like, right, got to get, got to get this done. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I, that's what I appreciated you as a client. Like you were just so like, you took it very seriously, but you kept it very oh, simple and you were consistent with it. You know, you were just like, and I remember you like, you know, boxering me and you'd be like, I just had this thought and here's where my mind went. And then I brought myself back here, you know? So like you yeah. were calling yourself out, but also doing the work at the same time. So it was just like these constant reminders of like you mm -hmm. training your brain to a well, different like route. That's another thing, like, I think people, like, especially guys, again, I think if they feel like, right, I've got to do, like, what what I've done, I think they'll find, like, if they, because I've done it once where, I, I think I told you, like, I nearly ended up watching porn again, but I stopped myself, I went, nope. Mm. And that in itself, again, at the start, I would have berated myself saying, you're weak, yeah, and I would have probably still watched the porn, but I stopped and I went, no, that, not that I had an addiction to it. But I was just like, no, that's just going to take me back a few steps. There's no point. Mm. So it, you've got to be prepared to put the work in, but it's it's a no-brainer. It's like you will be better mental health-wise, far, far better. Like, world's better. That's that's how far better you'll be. Yeah. Yeah, life-changing, like you said. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. What um what was your most enjoyable part of working with me? Like we talked about like my program and the step site. Like what about me as a coach helped you feel like you could stay consistent and like you felt supported and you were able to tell me anything? Like um oh well I just you're you're on um boxer, so it's like if I'm struggling, I know obviously you can't instantly reply, but you're right there. I can just go right. If I'm unsure about something, steps there. That's the thing. I could send you a little voice note. You'd send me one back and I'll feel reassured. And then I could just go back on and play them again if I ever needed reassurance about that same topic. And then um, you've got a very good approach. Yeah, you know, you're lighthearted. And I think if, what guys don't understand is you're a woman. You've seen the other side of it. So I'm thinking, right, this is a girl who's telling me it's normal for hormones to go up and down. That's something a guy would never admit. It's normal for men to, you know, not want it all the time. You don't have to be so hard on yourself. It's it's a dream ticket because you're hearing this from a woman. 
mm. not a man like and, and that's a big thing i think that was a big thing for me because i was like she, she she that one i think was one of your notes that you left is where i was like it was again about that thing like where i found it really hard to accept that it's normal for like you know hard on to go up and down during sex and you were like born it like happens to every guy like mm. and then you were listening a few things and, and i was just like shit that's like a penny's dropped and i was just like wow and then you mentioned someone else you knew where he was like and you went oh i don't even think he was worried about um suffering ed he was just on about not climaxing feeling like he wasn't climaxing and then i was just like what and that dropped and i was like this is good it, it just most guys probably go through it they just don't talk about it yeah at least once that you know you probably get the guys who shake it off and go ah, and then get on with it but then people like me where i'm like why was that not working because you know we hold ourselves to such a high standard and it's just it's it's good, I think, from a woman's perspective, having a woman's perspective on those kind of issues, it just made me feel a lot more secure because if I had a guy going, oh, it's, it's normal, it's normal, I would probably go, oh, he's a guy, and I, I would say he knows how I feel exactly, but then it wouldn't erase my worries about how a woman might feel about it. Mm. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. So, no, I, I found them um, working with you, like, a, it was a great process, very supportive, and... Um, life-changing absolutely life life-changing for me and when you called me charming when i had a few dates lined up <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think i sent that prince charming like gif where he's waving his hair <laughs> yeah, you did. i think the gifts were helpful sometimes we communicated yeah <laughs> or gifts the in off in the office memes yes but that's i think that that's important too to like be able to bring and, and i think i stress this with you at a few points like you know, through the gifs and our jokes, you know, like it doesn't have to be so serious. Like yeah, looking at this, fun. yeah, it, it could be fun. I mean, it is fun when you're changing your life for the better and you have support and you're like seeing progress, mm -hmm. like what's not fun and great about that. So I think that, you know, I, I think a lot of just therapy or guys, like my clients tend to have worked with therapists in the past. And it's not that I fully support therapy. I think it's amazing, but I do think it sets a very serious tone that for some people, they need a more lighthearted approach to feel like, okay, I got this. Let's do this. Like, let's actually enjoy yeah, the like, process. Well, I, I worked with one before you, but it, it, it did have involved this. It was just like a general practitioner, I think, um, regarding therapy. Um, it wasn't a specialist, but we did talk about this and stuff like that. And he was, he was a really supportive guy, nice guy. And he was just like, he didn't go as in-depth as you did, but he was like, he had that approach where he was like, you know, take the pressure off me. Like, that's the way he was. And, mm. But there was no, like, rewriting habits. And I think that's where my crucial problem was. I had these negative loops in my head where the, it was just habit, habit, habit. And I've had to break them. Um, luckily, I've replaced them with new habits now. Occasionally, yeah, like, I'll have a blip and I go, what am I doing? No, no, no. We're not doing that again. And then I'll start from scratch and it's fine. That's yeah. normal to think. I'll say that to anyone now. You say you go through this and you get over. You feel like you've got over it. It probably will happen again now and again. That, but that's fine. That's yeah. what you need to understand. It's not. You don't have to be Mister Perfect. And any woman worth worth her salt doesn't want you to be Mister Perfect. She just mm -hmm. wants wants you to probably be happy and enjoy it like she will. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's something I always stress with my clients too, is like, listen, like just cause we're doing the work doesn't mean this is a magic thing. That's just going to 
Yeah. Like oh, it's not a magic pill. Which you know that I mean? you just flip, but you will see over time it gets better and better and better. And you have to have patience with oh, you yourself agree. while you still experience it from time to time. And how you handle it is so important because that's what's going to get rid of it is how you handle it, right? When it comes yeah. up again. Well, that's the thing that, like, I, I think it was one time where I even said to you, I went, I did get a bout of anxiety during. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I put such a emphasis on that uh, emphasis. Jesus, I'm talking. Blah, um, uh, such an emphasis on climaxing from penetration. That was like my big thing. I was like, why can't I do it? Like, you know, and I had before, even when I was anxious, there was times where I actually had before. But I really like, I remember this time, like I said, I had anxiety, but then I actually managed to just breathe through it, get back into the zone of it, just enjoying what's happening. And I climaxed fine. That way, didn't every time I slept with this particular person, it wasn't that way, but that way I did. And I was like, oh, like, I was feeling anxious there as well. I was like, see, it's little things there. And then, like, you know, like I just skipped off to get my food after that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So you didn't take it so seriously. You were just like, okay, I know what yeah. this is. I'm very clear about what's happening right now. And I'm very clear on what I need to replace it with, right? Like based yeah. on what you talked about. So you did that and then it worked and you were fine. Right. It's, it's just people need a game plan that works for them so that they can. Yeah, react to absolutely. Like um, one of the things I think, I'm, oh, one of the things I, I remember, I thought, oh, things are going dead well. And I, and I was with one girl and she made a comment going, oh, you're going like a bit soft. And that, and that I remember messaging you going, oh, that really, like, I felt like that really took the wind out of my sails. And that, and I remember you saying like, you're, you're taking it dead seriously. Is it just relax? Like there's nothing wrong. And then I remember saying to her, I went, well, actually, it's just normal. Does that? And then she went, yeah, it does. And then we got on with it. And I still felt a little, a little anxiety after that. But again, I didn't beat myself up. I just got on with it. I was like, nah, that's fine. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's not I mean, valuing. Even, like, like agreed with it. I think sometimes it's like women when they're insecure about, about your dick going soft or like. Yeah, I think she you, took you know, it like, that. It was something on her part. And I was like, no, no, not at all. It's just normal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I, you I, I was like, there's, there's, blood <laughs> there's blood in there, not diesel. What'd you say? I said, there's blood in there, not diesel. All right. Um, but she, she was, uh, she was lovely about it. But um, yeah, like, and that's another thing I think definitely this is probably one of the biggest problems. Like, you could have a million, if, if guys were having like reviews off women, you could have a million women say, you, you were fantastic. But you would have that one girl who said, no, nah, you went down. Or you went up and down, and you would fix it. You would fix it so badly on that. Mm. We we take people's opinions, girls' opinions about sex, so harshly. Yeah. And don't get us wrong, a lot of women are lovely about it, and they'll go if it does happen. Like I say, if it's a decent girl, she'd just go, "Don't worry about it," like, and we'll yeah. do something else. Um, but don't let the ones who would make you feel bad about it get you because that's their problem, not yours. That's their insecurity speaking. It's not. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like, don't don't ever let that get you. You just think, right, didn't go the way I wanted it to, but we can do some of that stuff. And generally speaking, if you relax, it'll come back. Let's say like before, before working with me, where were your, where, how op, like frequent were your ED experiences? And then after we worked together, um, what was that? I would say I did go through spells. See, this is the thing. I went through spells where like, I would stand up fine, but then it would be the climax thing, which I would fix it on. Mm-hmm. But then eventually it would go down. And then I would have those odd spells where, like, no, it's not happening. 
it's not happening. I'm too anxious. I feel like there's a knot in my chest. Um, I would just freak myself out. And you um, literally tell say, yourself it's not happening, right? Oh, yeah, that's the thing. I'm, like, my mind's free. I was like, nope, not happening. Um, I, like I say, it was pretty... In- it was inconsistent. Sometimes it would, sometimes it wouldn't. I would very rarely climax. I think very, very rarely because I was just so, like, wound up. Um, but after, with you, I mean, I think... What was it? I think it was... I think this two-week mark and I messaged you like in the morning like sorry it's late like quick message climax <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know I had no yeah. problem um and for, since then I mean I stood to attention no problem after after working with you every time like when I was working with you as well um didn't always climax penetratively but I knew that's when we were working through like I don't need to always climax like that mm-hmm and that was that was a big thing for me because that was another thing where I was like, oh, that's a weight off. And then I think you you said um, your words were like, think of it more like you're free to finish whatever way you want to. You don't have to just finish like that, which was like, I was like, oh, okay. I never thought about it. Like, I always thought like, no, I have to be normal. I have to finish like that. But um, after I've worked with you, um, I'd say probably 99% of the time now. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't um, slept with someone for a, about a month, but um, I'd, yeah, I had about a month. Yeah, about a month. So yeah, um, last month was absolutely fine, and before that, yeah, quite regularly. Yeah, and I did. I actually worked up the courage because there was one girl I was sleeping with quite regularly, and I said, "Look at it, like this is sort of what I'm going through." Um, and I spoke to her, and she went, "I really wouldn't be able to tell." Like she was like, "I don't know." why you think that because there's nothing wrong which was a, a like I thought immediately in my mind at the time I was like oh she's just being nice and she went no like literally there's nothing wrong yeah. like I don't pick up anything wrong she so you need to get out of your head and I was just like thank you <laughs> thanks for that yeah, yeah. I love you were able to be that honest with her where she could just be like no seriously like you're good you're fine yeah yeah it was it was it was that was a thing to work up to but like before if I, if I ever asked it, it was like I was trying to tick a box like oh I was good like get out of that mentality mm. especially if you're like in your 20s it's probably more prevalent then once you're in my age you get a little wiser at 30 but yeah. like it's it's not meant to be this thing like a challenge it's you know it's meant to be something where like actually connect with someone and like have fun whether it's short term or long term like just enjoy yeah because that's what it's meant to be it's enjoyment you don't need to be like you know like a porn star you just need to be you be comfy being you and then if someone's gonna be a dick about it you just tell them where to go like they're not worth your time yeah like don't see them again don't sleep with them again yeah that, that would be it for me i would just anything like, like that now i would just be rather than take their opinion i'd be like you're not worth my time like bye yeah yeah no, like that's that's the other thing you build that like more confidence in yourself like that conviction in your opinions of yourself rather than someone else's yeah totally I think it's it's very like we said it's very normal for guys to just weigh the opinion of women they're sleeping with not even dating yeah. just sleeping with like you don't even know yeah her. yeah <laughs> you don't even know what oh, I, I, I'll hold my hand up like, I've what? done that before you know it's like crazy if you think about the ridiculousness of it sometimes like why are you putting so much weight in this person's opinion that you don't even someone you don't know maybe you don't even respect you don't know you don't mm-hmm. know how like what insecurities she's dealing yeah. with you don't know what she like but why? we'll take it as like, gospel yeah yeah you can't do that 
Oh man. And I like that reassurance in yourself. Yeah. You need that constant reassurance, especially after, you know, as men, you guys have just been brainwashed to, to take that, to weigh those opinions Mm -hmm. so heavily. But, um, but what I really liked, um, what you did consistently and how you kind of explained it before and the tonality you used was kind of like, kind of like training. It's kind of like when you train an animal because we're animals, right? And sometimes like when we're used to our habitual ways, we need to be reinforced. Like we need to reinforce to ourselves the the new habits we want to instill. And sometimes that comes in this tonality of like, okay, no, I'm not going to think that. Like, that's ridiculous. I'm going to go back to here, you know? And like, sometimes you have to talk to yourself that way to start reinforcing this new pattern of just like, be kind, but be strict, like show yourself like, wow, I can't believe I went there. That's not cool. We're not Mm -hmm. doing that to ourselves. That's literally what, like, if I ever do that now, where I found myself getting anxious or thinking about something that's making me anxious, I just go like, hang on, hang on. Is this true? What I'm thinking? No. Mm -hmm. Is it helpful? No. Is it negative? Yeah. (laughs) So even if I can't answer what I feel like, I'm interrupting the, the process that turns it into a negative cycle. Yeah. Even just stuff like that. If you can't answer the question, that's fine. But like, even just stopping and going, hang on, like, is that really true? What I've just said about myself? Mm. I've thought about myself. I've thought about this situation. It's like, no, it's not. See, and that's, that's exactly what we were talking about earlier, where it's like, don't ask stressful questions, like ask productive yeah. questions. Is this true? Is a very productive question. Cause most likely it's not true. And you're just going to reinforce to yourself that like, well, okay, I don't have to worry about this we were talking and you were like, no, how can you have more fun during it? And I was just like, oh, straight away. Even mm-hmm. just rephrasing the question that yeah. you ask yourself and you're like, oh, the pressure's off. Yeah. You shouldn't be, nobody should be having that like sort of experience under pressure. It's meant to be a relaxing, great thing. Yeah. But honestly. Because that's where arousal it's, it's, comes in is when you're relaxed yeah. and fun, right? That's when you're feeling pleasure. Like, I mean, me personally, like now it's like, it's one of those things where I, I do it now because it, it maintains me, my mental health, specifically my mental health, because that's what I used to overthink and fixate on so much. But now, like, I do belly breathing every day. If I'm getting the sensations of anxiety, even if I haven't got anything in my mind, sometimes I just oddly get the sensation about something and I'll go belly breathe or I'll think, oh, what's got me excited there? Just instead of saying what's got me anxious. Oh, what's got me excited? It's like just a little reframe. Reframes are really good ways to to mm-hmm. start getting a jump on these kind of things because we we went through quite a few. I think I ended up with like six regular ones. I was like, right, and yeah. they work still now. Right. I don't practice. Your voice in I your head, admit, and then you immediately reframe it. Yeah. It's the whole meaning. I just of- practice them every day because I used to get the thoughts every day. Where now, I practice them when just when I need to when when they come in, which is fine. Hmm. That's the thing too, right? Like you, you had to instill these habits and then once they become habits, they don't have to be a daily consistent practice. You just yeah, have to refine, no. just do some maintenance, right? Like yeah, I would just recommend to anyone, the belly breathing, I would try and maintain that every day. It's just something, not just for this in general anxiety, general life. It's just good to sometimes go, even if you're thinking about loads of things, if your mind's just like, you know, got a lot of upstairs, just stop and breathe. A few deep breaths. Even I used to do it like five minutes. I don't do it five minutes every day now. Maybe it's just like, consistently throughout the day I just breathe like that now mm-hmm. um but when you're getting used to it just set yourself five minutes in the morning when you get up and it, it just helps yeah that's it five minutes makes a huge it's like difference. A, it's a, it was like a stable a main stable for mine yeah love it because even like you know one one more thing I wanted to point out is like how 
how many things that we're discussing where you're like, yeah, that took a pressure off. Yeah, that took a pressure off. Yeah, yeah that took a yeah, pressure that, off. That was so the effect like, of imagine much how much pressure. things. That was like the effect of most things, everything you were suggesting. Yeah. Um, the only thing I didn't feel pressure, pressure was like the exercises, obviously. Um, but I did notice the shift in like the way my mind thought because it was like, oh, it was like, instant release I was hoping for from it because obviously I was a bit frustrated or the habits I was getting into but when I shifted it to right you've got 20 minutes on the clock just start with these like small things like how would you like to go exploring zones that more more pleasure zones things like that and it was just stuff like that where I was like this is just took I felt instant relaxation from it mm. and it was more curiosity I was like oh like this is all right how would i how would i like it to go and i think i remember we done one where you went imagine it from like start to finish rather than just like the hot bits like the really hot bits mm. like imagine from the start how you'd like it to go and like i would never done that before and then I, i'd done that and it, it was actually quite difficult to do because my mind was so trained in in its way to do what it does that when i was like actually i, I remember saying i was like step up like i lasted 10 minutes trying to do it oh and I had 20 on the clock and you were like it's fine I went but like try and work up to 20 minutes and I was like it was hard I don't think I've actually hit 20 I think I got like 18 at most mm-hmm. but it was just straight away changing the way you do that that kind of thing and you'll realize that actually oh I find it quite hard to stretch this thing out mm-hmm. and it was it, it was a really fun experience I guess I, I haven't done that in a while actually I, I think I'll have to try that again yeah yeah, that was cool. It's it's cool because it's like you you've been in such a habit of like thinking relating sex to panic or anxiousness or things not going right. So then yeah. when I give you like the exercises around like, all right, this is your ideal experience. Like imagine this and this. Want, yeah. Like go think about it. It's like, whoa, like this is something I can put in my mind. Like, why haven't I ever done this? You know, it, it becomes this, it turns sex the way you view sex into this this explorative like exciting yeah. adventure again. That, that, that's but, the perfect phrase for it, explorative yeah like that's basically what I felt like I was doing it's exploring new avenues of how you like come to enjoy yourself for a start before you enjoy someone else yeah around enjoyment around feeling good <clears throat> around like being happy and getting what you're looking for right and it's like when those new emotions and feelings are attached to the thought of sex and your idea of sex and your definition of sex then sex itself changes Right. But we had yeah. to change so many stories and definitions and feelings that were associated in the past and change them to what they are now for you to get to this relaxed place of actually enjoying yourself and your partners. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Like, I mean, I mean, one of the things I got a, a bit of an issue with originally, I, I had a bit of issues around like my personal preferences during sex. Mm-hmm. And I used to think, well, why am I not like what I considered normal? And it was like, actually, everything's normal pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah everything is normal and then everything is not normal in the same breath because like what is normal it's just sex yeah exactly. it's what you want it to be is a, is a pair whoever you're doing it with um what you two want it to be and sex for everyone is different so like yeah what oh is absolutely <laughs> you can't look for normal you have to look for what you're looking absolutely. for but, what you're wanting to but that, that was one of those explorative things where i was like right i need to stop referring to it as normal because mm-hmm. i am normal but at the time it's just you, again habits like I trained myself to think I wasn't 
So cool. I love, I love your story. I loved working with you. It was such a fun process. You, know, you made it nice and lighthearted though as well. It took the pressure off immediately because like, as I say, like, I was just like, so wound up. That's the best way to describe it. It's like, it's tied up and knocked over <laughs> so badly. Like years of it, like, like, like how was that? Like a decade of it pretty much. And it was just like, does you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. And then like, you feel like you can't, talk to people properly i mean i told some friends in the world i've got the best friends in the world they were so supportive like the ones i told them were just like mate like relax that's all all them kept saying and i was like well that's easier said than done but i got what they meant and then a few of them where they had said they'd had a few experiences and it made me like normalize it a little but then again me being me at the time i was just like nah nah there's something wrong with me it's yeah, it's absolutely. it's hard it is it's hard but like for anyone like listening it's like it's nothing that can't be dealt with yeah yeah I like that it's that you're being real about it and um that's what I meant before when I said like it was so real because you would acknowledge what was difficult and what was hard mm-hmm. and the thoughts that kept coming up that were very frustrating right but it's like but I'm gonna trust this process like this is mm-hmm. a challenge but I'm gonna trust it and I'm gonna keep doing it right so yeah was great. Anything else that you want to share with the guys before we, before we leave? Um, all I would say is like anyone listening, whether you choose to work with Steph or not, um, literally easier said than done, but relax. Like you're not alone. There's thousands, probably millions of guys going through this situation. It's very normal. Um, you don't need to be like a piece of lead. It's just fun. Enjoy it. Enjoy what's happening. You don't need to be Mr. Perfect and enjoy the process of it all if you do choose to work with Steph because it is a fun process it's a great process and you'll learn a lot about yourself love it thanks Warren thanks so much for coming on I really appreciate your honesty and sharing this is this is huge and it's gonna be so helpful so really happy to have you on oh no it was an absolute pleasure it was really sad I hope this episode helped you. If it did, I would love for you to leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me. You can also screenshot your favorite episodes and tag me on Instagram at Steph Ganowski. And before I go, remember, your sex life is as good as you make it out to be. Until next time.